Hi everyone, welcome to STEPS audio channel. We are very excited to share our content from STEPS events to learn all about the latest trends in startups, digital media, fintech, future tech, and wellness in emerging markets. You can find us on Enagami, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to your favorite channel and we hope you enjoy the content. What's coming for tech and innovation in the world and also in Dubai, since Dubai is really on the forefront at this stage. Um, this is, we'll set the stage for you for what's happening over the next two days with some amazing innovations. Um, we're going to tackle this from a macroeconomic perspective, so we're taking this from a very high level. We'll leave the details for the experts on this as they discuss them in their sessions. Let's start by professing how far and how ambitious the UAE is, honestly, on a, on a global scale when it comes to adopting innovation. The AI, UAE already has an AI strategy. Um, you know, it aims to cut government spending by 50% using AI and improving GDP with up to $98 billion simply by implementing and improving their operations with AI. We already have a virtual reality authority already regulating. We, the UAE wants to add $4 billion in GDP to the country using the metaverse and blockchain and virtual assets. So really everything is happening here and it's becoming a role model to the world. I want to turn to you guys and see where, what technologies are you looking for and trends that you're seeing from your really macro perspective on the market, whether it's on M5 where you have all the greatest startups or from general counsel's perspective. What are the technologies that you think are shaping the next five years in the region? If you start with your, with your excellency. Okay. I have to say that the UAE has done an amazing job of setting its sights on the globe in terms of growing in a worldwide way, but they've also set their sights on the universe. And that is aerospace. What the UAE has done has just been extraordinary. And we're delighted to play a role too on the part of the United States because we've collaborated really closely with the UAE and its aerospace program. I mean, the UAE has set a goal of making a colony on Mars in 100 years. It's such an ambitious goal, and they've got a way to get there. It's really extraordinary to think that in just a couple of days, one of the UAE astronauts will blast off from Kennedy Space Center to go to the International Space Station to stay for, for six months. And that's the result of years of collaboration all of the Emirati astronauts have gone to NASA. They've trained together with, with their NASA counterparts. And I think that the collaboration is what makes those really huge moonshot goals possible. And that's a collaboration that we've got in aerospace, but it's a collaboration that we've got across a broad range of sectors. Another trend for us that's really important here in Dubai is that Dubai is the home of so many innovation centers. There's so many American companies who have set up here. Really, they've been here for decades, but they've established their innovation centers here. And this is where they show off their latest innovations. They show off their partnerships. They also bring in their partners here to see the incredible ecosystem that is Dubai and the UAE. And Said, you're representing one of those really big innovation centers that's been quite foundational in the region. What are the technologies that you're seeing that are really transforming uh, the market right now? Yeah, I think uh, the support of the UAE government is very important. And I think that has inspired a lot of Emiratis, a lot of people in, in UAE to actually come. Even now, we've seen a trend, a lot of people coming from Europe to uh, um, establish themselves in UAE. So as N5, we're trying to 
um, um, invite everyone and bring everyone in one roof so we can work together. So I think it's been great because the government, we've seen the government support. We've started earlier. And because as a business in Dubai Internet City, for us to bring in um, uh, the new technologies and the young founders to establish themselves and hit the ground running. And then we see the government coming and supporting us and saying that it's great what you're doing. Let us support you and let's listen and, and, and try to bring the, the, the new innovation in the table. I think at the beginning when we first started, we were a bit late, but I think with the new technologies coming in, um, we've started to accelerate and even catching up to uh, the, uh, the US and, and Europe as well. So I'm really excited because whatever is coming, like let's say uh, launching uh, the metaverse strategy, launching all of, you know, uh, looking at sustainability, these are the, the, uh, uh, the challenges in the world that we need to look at and we're trying to support it and jump on the front seat comparing to previously. So I'm really excited. I've seen uh, very interesting startups coming in at N5 and, and joining us uh, from blockchain, uh, sustainability, fintech. Um, I've noticed in the past, I would say seven, seven years that we've been, um, I think the things that sell, they are trending in UAE, let's say, let's say food tech, uh, fintech, these are like, you know, cash and so on. But I think we have the talent to take on uh, uh, deep research, deep tech and so on. It just, they just need to be activated. And this is why we're trying to work with the government in order for us to move to the right direction and activate this, uh, 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 let's say, uh, new technologies. So going back to your question, I think the trends are coming up. I've, a lot of blockchain, crypto, and, and so on. But I'm excited to see real applications coming in when it comes to NFT and adopting it. We have a startup um, that is actually um, moving into NFT with music and royalty, which is great. But I, I believe that in the NFT space, even though everyone has started to buy NFT with no reason, just to be cool. But I think in the, in the, in the later stages, we're going to see real applications coming out, let's say, to support the environment, to support um, maybe charity work and so on. But yeah, but I think it's, it's really cool to be here <laughs> uh, in this region. And we really look forward to it. So for me, I'm sitting at N5 with um, more than 380 startups, but every day, I'm intrigued with the amount of innovation that is coming in every day. I mean, we're one of those startups, so <laughs> N5 is awesome, guys. Um, Thank you. And, and it's interesting that you bring up NFTs because, obviously, ha who's seen the NFT cat of Steps ads on the streets? There. You have to find it. Hunt it in, DI, DI, in DIC somewhere and take a picture. They've done a great job with those. Um, definitely, we've seen the hype of NFT during the past two years and also the, the, the kind of, I'm not going to say the end of it, because definitely all technologies go through hype and, and foundational cycles. And it's always important for, hype is important for awareness and then the value sticks for the long term and everything that is not really valuable kind of fades away. And that's the way of all technologies in the world. So I know we're talking about NFTs and some people might be rolling their eyes and thinking, you know, that's over. It's far from it. Uh, the true use cases of this technology have honestly yet to be tapped properly in the market. So definitely the metaverse, virtual assets and the blockchain are going to be quite foundational to how the world changes in the next few years. And space 
not, I mean, definitely a huge uh, milestone for the UAE and been quite inspirational for the rest of the region. I think uh, Saudi is already prepping um, their astronauts to go to space. Uh, Oman has set up a space center. It's been quite inspirational for everyone to reconnect to their love for space from the 60s, uh, from the first you know, uh, walking on the moon videos that have shaken the world. And now it's really bringing that back to, to the forefront. Um, and you both touched upon, and definitely space touches upon um, climate change and sustainability and agriculture. And this is another thing that, you know, part of that research is on that front. Um, I don't know if you have any, have seen any interesting developments in that space, whether on a local level or also on a regional level um, with the efforts of the UAE and the region uh, in, in that direction. Yeah, this is the, the year of sustainability. It's yeah. very exciting that the UAE will be hosting COP28, and there are so many technologies that are coming online to be able to meet our needs and concerns with regard to climate change, sustainability, and food security. In terms of collaboration, for example, we've got a really exciting collaboration that has resulted in the largest indoor vertical farm just outside of Dubai, and that's a joint venture between Crop One and American company and Emirates Catering. And it was born because Emirates Catering needed a really good source of leafy greens, a safe source for all of their airline passengers. And they've got this joint venture that now is producing so much leafy greens that it's available in the supermarkets. So as we see these needs combined together with the technology and the technology can come from the United States or from many other sources but when you see these two come together then you've got practical solutions and I think that this year is going to be about looking for those practical solutions Dubai is in the middle of so many um, logistically it's just in the center of, of the world it seems in terms of accessing Africa and other areas that are really feeling food insecurity there are solutions that are being born right here that could serve much um, beyond the UAE into Africa and other regions of need. Yeah, I think from 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 my perspective, I think uh, when it comes to agri ag agriculture uh, sustainability, I think it's an ex exciting topic because um, all governments are actually um, are working on this plan, uh, and we have COP twenty eight. So now the the beauty about this is that we don't have to fight the government for them to change the rules. The rules are coming from up coming to, to us. So I think, and, and the beauty of this is that when I, we do agriculture tech and uh, uh, try to solve climate change, all of these technologies actually integrate together. And we are going to serve, um, let's say the African continent or serve anything to do with climate change. So policies are coming from up, going down. And, and this is the beauty. And this is why I see the next big thing is actually going to be um, a climate change topic. And, and, and policies are being put in place. The UAE government is working on uh, the climate change policy. Um, um, and, and it's really cool because now, uh, I would say in some sectors, it's like a, a nice to have or something that we, uh, people want to show off with. But this is real, real stuff. So I'm really excited uh, uh, that, that we're going through that and, and, uh, and UAE's agenda to support sustainability and food security and all these topics, I think it's going to trigger. We have two startups. We have more, but these uh, we have one startup that actually um, um, has a clay uh, solution. Uh, they call Desert Control. They 
they apply uh, their clay on, 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 on the sand and it actually preserves around 60% of the water. They, they, they were part of, uh, they graduated from N5. They got investment, I think, in Mubadala. And of course, you know, uh, we're supporting a lot of startups in the agri-tech and they IPO'd in Norway. So this is one of the companies that we're really proud of. And we have another one is a, um, a Greener Corp. They're building these vertical uh, farms and greenhouses, you know, green uh, farms for them to, to do this sustainable um, agriculture. So we have a lot coming in and really exciting um, um, technologies coming in. And, and, and this is something that excites us. Like I said before that, I think like the US, we've started with uh, e-commerce, which still at M5 is the biggest community that we have. But right now, we, 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 we're seeing because the government is supporting uh, a lot of students uh, get into the tech language and then we have the government pushing their policies and these technologies. Now we're starting to see more deep tech coming in, which is exciting for us in our region. Yeah. Could I build on that, Russia? I want to say that in terms of the policies, they've been very impressive coming from the government. I have to say that there's an extraordinary vision here. And yeah. I think that that vision is a powerful enabler for all of the innovation that we're seeing going on. And it goes far beyond all of the ag tech. I mean, we're seeing mm -hmm. a lot of development in terms of autonomous driving. I mean, setting the, the policy, for example, that by 2030, 25% of the vehicles that you see on the road are going to be autonomous vehicles. These are extraordinary goals, but there's a pathway to achieve it. We've partnered, for example, with our counterparts to, to help um, present solutions. We do have some American solutions that you'll see on the roads, actually, hopefully by the end of the year. So it's not just the, the ag tech, it's also electric vehicles. It's um, autonomous um, transportation and air transportation transportation even that was recently unveiled. So there's a lot of excitement across a really broad spectrum of sustainability. Yeah, and, and I think so, especially on the topic of sustainability in agri-tech, the UAE has um, very ambitious programs with billions of dollars of funding to improve food production in the UAE because, as you know, the UAE is not a very agricultural country at the moment. And it depends on imports for a lot of its food. So it's actually dropped its dependency by about 10%, which is a huge number in the past few years only. That's a massive milestone. And they're doing so many things when it comes to vertical farming. And, and deep tech is one of those things that is very important. And the UAE right now is um, the leading country in R&D funding in the region. So 1.5% of the GDP goes to R&D, which is not at the 1.9% global average, which is even much higher in advanced countries, but it's still significantly better from where it was 20 years ago. So, you know, we're, we're seeing so much development and it's definitely Mubadala is a huge part of this. And that comes at a later stage in the bigger, big board games. But then, you know, we need all the innovators to come up with these phenomenal ideas. Um, you mentioned the, the electric vehicles, but, and also the vertiports for electric uh, flying taxis that have just been approved in the UAE. Uh, so you might have flying taxis in the next six years. The the landing pads have been approved. Um, and so what do you think it takes besides just the government, and obviously we talked about that a lot, to enable and inspire people to build this innovation, right? Like you, there's um, a lot of people look around them and feel these things are huge, right? This like flying taxis and stacked 
um, you know, uh, indoor farming. It's, it looks big. It looks a little daunting to some people. What do you think enables innovators and why do they, um, what inspires them to kind of push through and makes it really possible? Can we start here because you're the enabler. So, so I think, I think our leadership, I think Sheikh Mohammed uh, bin Rashid and Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed are at the forefront of this. Um, and we are inspired to see them that they are running on the day-to-day -day basis to try and improve every aspect of, of, of UAE. And that actually pumps us more. And this is why. I've been, I've been um, an engineer and, and I've worked in, in research uh, environments and I've seen crazy technology coming out of research. And now, I, now I'm excited to see it. So all of these policies that are coming in, we are pushing. And like I said, before it was like we were a bit late or you know catching up but there's no catching up anymore i think with the government policies with the support of the government with us trying to look at every aspect of of of, of supporting uh, entrepreneurs and trying to uh, find the best environment i think it's uh, it's exciting times and i think um, you know the process of 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 living in dubai and 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 the infrastructure and and this itself it, it brings everyone from all, uh, all parts of the world to come and, and work together. Yeah, definitely the UAE has um, branded itself as the, the most tolerant place in the world. It's, it's open to everyone. Really, everyone is welcome and everyone feels valued here. So it's, uh, it's created a very welcome environment. Um, Megan, what do, you, what do you think is inspiring people to really build something and overcome the fear of, of uh, starting? Yeah, let me add another, another dimension here. And that's always, it, goes, it comes down to the people. The people are going to be innovating. They're going to be identifying the solutions for whatever our challenges are. And so you need to focus on the education. So you can have the vision from the top, but you need to have the education and you need to start relatively young. So for example, to establish programs that encourage, for example, young women to aspire to participate in the aerospace program. So you need to have the STEM programs, the science, technology, engineering, and math. We've got a program, STEM Ambassadors, in partnership with Boeing, for example, and Amid East. So you really need to focus at a younger age and you need to provide that support all through the educational cycle. So through the university level with supporting the, the research, which you rightly noted, Racha, it's key. It's really key. Those university level researchers then need to see a pathway through to taking their idea and commercializing that idea, getting the support from the incubators to move forward and then to, to really launch a, a company. So you need to really be investing in the people from the beginning all the way through the stages. And do you... Do any programs, um, I mean, there's so many programs right now, but do any specific programs come to mind that you feel have actually, you know, um, or either new or have been around for a while that have really made um, any significant, I mean, any big impact on you that you've attended, you've seen something great come out of? Well, listen, on our side, we're really focused on innovation partnerships. Okay. So at my last assignment in Munich, Germany, I launched a program called the Transatlantic Innovation Week. This was an opportunity for us to get smaller startups together from both sides of the Atlantic. And I brought part of that idea here also Amazing. to Dubai. So in February, February is UAE Innovation Month. So we decided that we would be focusing on innovation partnerships. American companies, of course, have been here for decades, but I wanted to make sure that for the smaller companies, the 
uh, small and medium-sized enterprises that there were opportunities to find partners. So we've really been focused on that and hopefully that will generate new partnerships here because it's not about one country going it alone. We really need to be working together and different countries have different resources to bring to yeah. the table. And this is a partnership that we want to continue building. So we're, we actually launched our own hashtag, uh, hashtag partners for the future. So it's not just about the aerospace or um, or ag tech or other collaboration. It's really across the across the spectrum. But there are so many different programs out there, whether it is um, incubator partnerships, for example, we've got a program for that, whether it's investing, as I mentioned, the STEM ambassadors program, investing in science and technology at the younger, the younger ages. There's, there's a lot out there. And I would encourage everyone participating um, here today to really look at those opportunities to find partners that maybe you wouldn't have found otherwise. I think from, from our perspective as, as in five, I think, uh, when it comes to, uh, programs in education, um, because a lot of startups come, come from different walks of life and different experiences, we try to unify the education of entrepreneurship so they can, all can speak the same language and also try and connect them with um, uh, either uh, businesses um, or investors and so on. So this is part, the part from our side and anything interesting that we feel that the entrepreneur uh, uh, can, uh, can benefit, we add it to our program. Now, when you look at uh, the UAE government, when it comes to um, the education, the Ministry of uh, the Minister of uh, Education, previously the Minister of Entrepreneurship, actually added the curriculum of entrepreneurship in the universities and schools, and this will equip the students to be ready to 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 sell. And then you have the coding academies. My daughter, she joined the coding academy, I think, when she was eight, and this is self trying to get them into the business. Previously, when I was studying, it was more of um, the UAE government wanting us to go to the workforce and work for companies. But now the strategy has changed. So when I came in, um, I remember when I went to be an entrepreneur, my mom was like, what are you doing? Right. But now my daughter is actually selling. Right. So she actually sells. She has a business and she sells. So that's now um, um, a parent. She? She's, she's 11 now. Oh, but I, I made a start from, from eight. But the thing is, is now. Her cousins are looking, oh, we also want to sell. So that culture is now being built up because they know that, you know what, uh, uh, working for someone is an option, but I can also do my own business. And pushing entrepreneurship education, pushing coding, all uh, opening universities in AI, like uh, Mohammed bin Zayed uh, University of AI, all of this and us trying to train entrepreneurs. At, in in few years, you will see a culture of, you know, uh, people's, you know, building stuff and so on. So it, it, it's coming. And it's just a matter of time until you see things are buzzing, buzzing even more, it's buzzing now, but even more. Yeah, I think I've been hearing of this trend of people in middle school having businesses. <laughs> and I think of when I was 11 and I'm like, I was not even close to what was on my mind. <laughs> um, so today you're working on partnerships with global partners and you're, you're working with a lot of startups that are coming in from abroad. How do you think these, or how do you see that the international partners view the region? And how has that shifted in the past, honestly, just barely five, 10 years? Like if you look at 10 years ago, when, well, it's been 15 years since the launch of Burj Khalifa, I think in 2009, mm -hmm. about 15 years. Um, how has the past 10 years since then, and how do the 
how has the partners and innovators and investors look differently at the region? Because a lot of people look at Dubai really as the gateway into the Middle East and North Africa. Um, if you could start with yourself and move to you. Yeah, I mean, I think from the American business point of view, we've seen a shift from kind of a, a client mentality to a partner mentality. Here is where you come to find your strategic partners. In the past, here is where you came to, to sign a deal, then you did your project, you got paid for it, and that was it. Here we're seeing longer-term investment in partnerships, investments in different areas to build towards some kind of goal together, rather than just looking at the bottom line of, of getting a contract fulfilled. So we've seen American companies companies here in the region for, for decades. They definitely use Dubai as kind of the jumping off point to reach the much broader broader region. But I think that there's so much dynamism here, here in the UAE that a lot of our American companies see a lot of similarities. We have that dynamism in the United States as well. So there's a recognition that this is an opportunity to be working together, whether it's on space, whether it's on defense issues, whether it's on all kinds of um, technology it's more of a partnership approach now than it was before. Okay. How are the investors and entrepreneurs that are coming to N5 or even just the internet city more broadly in Dubai changed their perspective in the past 10 years? How were they 10 years ago and how do you, how do, how do they behave now? How do you, how do they see this region strategically? I think the investors, when I first started, I actually had my own startup and I actually struggled to raise funds. Uh, and then when I went into uh, uh, incubation, I started to train startups not to think about funding at the beginning and try and sell and prove that their business is viable. So it was like raising funds was very far off. So it's like a mirage, I used to call it. <laughs> but now, now um, we started to see investors who used to invest in like Series A and Seed are coming down a few steps down to also invest in pre-Seed companies. So I think... Um, uh, as much as we were young and um, not that mature, the investors also were young and not mature. And all of us now evolved um, uh, into more complex, even investing in more complex uh, 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 companies. So I think because we were new and even we had few investors, I remember when I was raising uh, for my hardware uh, startup in 2013, it was really <laughs> difficult. I met investors who said we never invest in, in hardware companies, but today they're really open and, 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 and want, want to, to, to invest in, in new things. So the stages have come down and also they became more um, 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 mature and educated. And we've seen, we've seen um, many investors coming from across the globe to come and live in Dubai and also invest in companies in this region. And of course, the support of the government, not forgetting, is that uh, uh, providing the fund of funds also attracts people from across the region and across the globe. Yeah, 2013 was too early for hardware at VC investments in the region. I remember that. Um, maybe it's time to relaunch that startup. Um, definitely, yes, it's, it's, it's been quite a, a journey. And, and the region, um, the Middle East, and North, Middle East and Africa altogether, actually, are the only two markets in the world that did not drop in VC funding last year. The Middle East and North Africa increased by like 20%, not massive to 2021, but 2021 was a phenomenal year anyway. Um, and this year, it looks like we're on track for the same numbers. Um, Africa increased as well. So while, you know, in, in Europe, in the US, the VC funding actually dropped last year significantly. So 
you know, things are still happening in Dubai. Um, I want to be mindful of our time. So I want us to, you know, looking at all of this, really, Dubai is the stage to enter the world. Um, investors of all, oh, even those that don't invest in the Middle East and North Africa, are setting up in Dubai because it's so easy to get anywhere. Yeah. You can get a direct flight to anywhere in the world. It's it's phenomenal, um, and you know just just easy and comfortable and, and beautiful to live here. Um, if if we want to talk about what are the the technologies you're most excited about, even if they're you know not really on the radar right now, new and amazing things that you're excited about for the next five years, even though things change so fast these days. <laughs> I'd have to go to the autonomous driving. Okay. Honestly, it kind of scares me, but it's coming. And I think it's really exciting that Dubai is going to be a leader. So I'm really looking forward to seeing the autonomous taxis, whether they're on the roads or in the skies. I think that's really going to be a game changer. I mean, we've all experienced the traffic in Dubai. If Dubai is able to set the standard for autonomous vehicles, then we'll see them throughout the world. So I think that's going to be a real game changer. I love seeing what's going on um, in terms of food security and agriculture because there's a huge, huge demand for that. As we've seen, for example, with the war in Ukraine, at any time, food sources could get yeah. stopped or blocked for some reason. Also during COVID, we yeah. noticed for countries like the UAE that really depended on food coming on coming in from external sources, I think countries can be a lot more independent now based on the technology that we've got, which is really very exciting. So I think those two things, making sure that we're able to get to where we need to go as efficiently as, pos as possible, and that we've got good, nutritious, safe food to eat, whether it's here in the UAE, in Africa, or wherever, wherever it's needed. And also more sustainable because it's Absolutely. local, yes. you're not paying so much, yeah. you're not wasting things. Exactly. And for those that don't know, a lot of food gets wasted simply in transport. Yes. Like you lose so much and it's, it's such a waste. And the refrigeration required for all of those containers bringing food in here to the UAE, but with more food grown here, it's a lot more sustainable. Yeah. yeah. What technologies are you super excited about for the next couple of years? I think me, from my personal perspective, I think climate change. I think it's a big topic and I've seen a lot of technologies that are in this space and it's really exciting and, uh, um, and, I, and I love it because it has an integration with so many technologies coming in. Uh, same thing with, I think NFT is going to be great. Um, I'm just looking at the applications that they're, you know, they're coming uh, with amazing stuff that are going through. Um, I think gaming is exciting. Uh, and it's big as well. And we've seen a lot of um, developers moving into UAE when it comes to the gaming um, and blockchain. So it's really, really exciting. And I think, um, like I said, um, UAE is actually attracting a lot of uh, people from across the globe because of the policies and uh, uh, policies to support it. So people are actually looking at it. Uh, but yeah, I think that there is many things, but I think these are the few things that I think will be exciting in the next few years. So I guess we talked a lot about climate. There is an earth track going on, as Venus mentioned in the morning. So this is new, added to step this year. And since we've talked about climate change, which I'm super excited about all the technology happening there as well, definitely recommend checking that stage out. Um, parting words to inspire the entrepreneurs in the room. 
Oh my gosh, look for partners. Look for partners. Look for someone who does not have the technology, who has the technology that you need. There's going to be someone out there. That is the wonderful thing about everyone coming together in person. It's so wonderful that we can do that now coming out of COVID. So look for partners. We've got a lot of terrific American partners, but for example, here there are new new horizons. There are the potential for Israeli partnerships. There are bilateral trade agreements that the UAE is signing. So now there are new possibilities with India and so many other countries. So look for those partnerships to find the technology that you need, work together and move forward. Thank yeah, you. I think from, from, from my perspective, I think it's very important uh, uh, is education. Uh, I think we need to keep talking. Uh, either it's um, uh, government entities, uh, private sector, entrepreneurs, incubators. We all need to talk together in order for us to achieve our goals. And I think with talking, I, I think UAE is being great when it comes to policies and trying to, um, and it's not easy, but we've been at the forefront in, in, in when it comes to uh, new policies coming in. But I see in the ecosystem lacking is talking and education, being aware and awareness. So this is one, uh, and like what, what you said is partnerships is very important. Um, we've started at M5 first to educate entrepreneurs, and then entrepreneurs wanted investment and workshops, and we did that. Now is the next phase, which is introducing them to businesses. We are trying as much as possible um, you know, at N5 and introducing them to our wider community, which is Dubai Internet City, Dubai Media City, um, and to introduce our startups to, to partners. And now I think the, the it has shifted is that more businesses are looking to go into like look at startups and work with them so when it comes to the government and so on i think people are now going after uh, companies we have a company that came uh, came in from dubai internet city they wanted to uh, give their technology for our startup to use so they can basically potentially be their customers in the future and then when they met one of the startups, they realized that they needed the startup more than the startup need them. So they started chasing the startup for the data and the startup decided to sell the data to the big company. And this is what's exciting about entrepreneurship and coming up with the new ideas. And I think going back 10 or 15 years ago, I was certified as Cisco. So Cisco used to come to, to the universities to teach us their you know, curriculum in order for us to buy their products. Right now, it's vice versa. Large corporations are looking for smaller startups so they can benefit from either features or plugins. So it's really exciting. And I think um, um, we are all aware um, that the government is supporting us as incubators, trying to support as much as possible. But people are keeping their eyes open. Unless, you know, they will be left out. Yeah. And, and it, definitely it's important to um, partnerships and collaborations and, and reaching out to your community. I know a lot of people feel they want to compete against everyone, but you can't build everything alone, right? You can always, you by collaborating, you can grow the pie for yourself and for everybody else around you. And that's actually a net positive to your business. Uh, whether it's corporates looking at startups or startups collaborating with other startups and corporates, it's, it's, um, collaboration is definitely very important to move forward, whether it's local or cross border, really, because the sky is the limit. The, the world is shrunk in size on how hard it was to connect with the rest of the world. 
Thank you so much for being with us today and for really inspiring, uh, for a really, really inspiring conversation. And um, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the event. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. You can find our content on Angami, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Follow us on social media at Step Conference and let's stay in touch.